Hello. And yes, the audio quality of the intro and outro will be poor. I forgot, I actually recorded the intro and the outro in the studio and then forgot to transfer them across. Because I'm just useless. It's been a long day. However, the bit that I did manage to do was a radio show, which is good for people listening on the radio because they didn't have three hours of silence. But still, the adverts would have played out. Uh, But more importantly, well, less, but still importantly, we have a podcast. We have the content of a podcast, bits of the radio knocked together for your audio entertainment. Enjoy. On the day that we heard that in America, a laboratory reports it's on the cusp of a major nuclear fusion breakthrough. An experiment conducted earlier this month saw a small pellet of hydrogen isotope heated to produce more than 10 quadrillion watts of fusion power for a hundred trillionths of a second, according to the US National Ignition Facility. And which is either it's good for one of two reasons. Either we're going to get lots of cheap power and we don't need to worry about fueling things or we're going to get mutants and Spider-Man and things. Either way, I'm excited. So it's kind of win win really for nerds like me who don't want to have to recycle. I mentioned earlier that I'm still waiting for karma to repay the good deed that I did because, you know, I keep track of these things. And what happened was, at the top of the road, I just got back from a run, there was a woman with a big box of aerials. She was struggling to carry that and about eight buckets. She had some cleaning up to do. We've all had nights like it, I'm not going to judge. But it was turning into like a Mr Bean thing, because the powder was coming out of the aerial box. It was in a bin liner, but there was a hole in it, so it was pouring out. So she moved it round to try and move the powder away from the hole, tipped more out the top as like, oh, this is... And to be fair, I immediately walked past thinking, good luck. And then I remembered... I had a bag for life in my pocket as I returned from my room. So I thought, I bet this would fit. So I went up, offered the bag for life. It fit snugly around her box. So there was no longer any problem with aerial washing powder spilling on the floor. Then then she said, oh, I've got to carry this all the way across the park. Oh, I'm going to cope. And I thought to myself, you know what? If I help this poor, distressed lady out, I might get something for it. So I did. And then I carried this across, and she was like, oh, thanks very much. I was like, ah. Some of us are just heroes. We don't all wear capes, and if we did, I know where to come to to get it washed. So that was the story, and I'm still waiting for the good karma to come back and repay me. I'm getting a little impatient. But Karen in Harold Hill sends a text in, 85222, start your message with the word time. It says, Steve, why do you run with a bag for life? It's a very good question, but I'll say this. When I, when I took on a bag for life, I took that responsibility seriously. Hmm? What do you do with yours? Leave them in a cupboard? I think you made more of a promise than you are delivering on. Um, she says, do uh, dog poo bags take up far less room? The, well, it depends how big your dog is, but that's not the point. No, I... I don't even know if I should say this. Sometimes... There are some items in my house that I don't know which recycling box to put them in, right? So when I go out for a run, sometimes I just take them with me to the bin at the top of the road. Look, I'm keeping Britain tidy, but also I I don't want to taint any of the... It's uh, a good word, isn't it? I don't, want to, I don't want to taint my recycling. So I just chuck it in the... So that's why I take a bag for life with rubbish, empty it, go for a run, come back, bag for life, just in case I find any uh, damsels in distress. Well, that answers that one. A lost parrot found at a tube station keeps squawking bing bong from the tannoy announcements. Owner 
Carleen Boyce of Tadworth, Surrey, says that uh, she's been reunited with the Grey after it was found 20 miles away at Waterloo Station. She says he's now making the noise from train announcements. And I suppose that's because parrots just repeat things that they hear often, don't they? So, Carleen Boyce of Tadworth, Surrey, look on the bright side, it could have been worse. This parrot could have been found at a C2C train station, and then you'd just hear it going, Sorry for the delay! Sorry for the delay! Don't know why I'm just holding a grudge. I was, like, late once, but I'm still... Still rankles, doesn't it? Also, I didn't realise the most controversial thing we do on the show today. I thought the most the most controversial part of my story is that I, were, I was waiting for karma to repay my good deeds rather than being a nice human. But I suppose no-one's surprised that it turns out I'm not. But the more shocking thing is that when I go for a run, I have a bag for life in my pocket. Because it's for life. Me and that bag, inseparable to the end. Eventually, at some point, me and this bag for life, because we'll have bonded, and yeah, we'll get in trouble, and we'll be sat in some convertible car, facing a cliff, the police approaching, and I'll be like, just hold that bag by the hand, dull, and we'll just Thelma and Louise that bad boy. I mean, the bag will be fine because the wind will catch it, but I'll be a right state. Um, but at least I'll be free of my responsibility for that bag. Um, uh, I mentioned I go for a run with it. Karen got in touch and said, why, have you, why do you run for a bag for life? It's got the phones going as well now. 01708 Hello. There's Karen. Hello there. What else you got tucked down them shorts, though? The, well, just mainly the bag for life, you know. Yeah, Swiss Army knives and capes. I don't, I do carry a mask, just in case. <laughs> Just, which is almost as good as a cape, isn't it? Like superheroes wear them, but also it means I can go on public transport. I mean, admittedly, if I end up getting on public transport whilst doing a run, it's not gone well. But it's good to know I can always get the bus back. I'm practical, is all I'm saying. Breaking news on the news websites, T-Mobile confirms 40 million people have had their private details stolen in a cyber attack. They say if you are a T-Mobile customer, don't worry about getting spam phone calls. You won't, because you're on T-Mobile. You won't have any reception. So, well, they don't sponsor the show. We get away with that for a while. Come on. Um, afternoon, I'm Steve. Now, I did want to talk about a serious story. It's front page of at least one national newspaper today, and we all know which one. Um, the chicken shortage. Even worse, previously we've spoken about this on the show before, but now it turns out the chicken shortage has taken a turn for the worst. Chicken chain Nando's is facing a wing-demic, says this newspaper, after running out of food and being forced to close several restaurants. This is peri peri bad news. Uh, bosses at the chain are blaming a shortage of supply staff. Branches in Braintree, Essex, Camberley, Surrey, Coventry, Arena and uh, London are being closed. They're seeing reductions in their opening hours because we're running out of chicken. Now, this is problematic. It follows last week when we found out that KFC warned of food shortages affecting menu availability because apparently they can't get the drivers to sort it. I can't believe that KFC can't organise the distribution of chicken. It's run by a colonel. you think he'd be good at this stuff, like military organisation. And I'm worried because, look, if we go for a few days without chicken, maybe we'll cope. 
We'll go for a few weeks without chicken. Maybe things will be a bit fraught. But I ask you the serious question: How long, if we have to live without fried chicken, how long until we start to see scenes like this? Day 72 and still no chicken. People are getting desperate. Turkeys, ducks, none of them are safe. I'd even read that the queen is looking at her swans funny. There are rumors that some gangs had remembered the old saying that human flesh tastes like chicken. If they get their hands on those eleven secret herbs and spices, we're all doomed. A scene there from my new film called Mad Pax. Oh. Oh, hi! It's Anne from the Cherry Tree. Hello there. Didn't you want your feathers ruffled today? <laughs> you could have gone with the other one. Which one's that? Have you not seen the other headline in the in the paper? No. What is it? What the cluck's going on? <laughs> I can't broadcast things like that. It's the family <laughs> show. <laughs> we spent the first hour today having a phone in about what's in my shorts when I go running, so I, I oh, well. don't do stuff like Hopefully that. your legs. Well, <laughs> not the way I run. <laughs> In the papers today, Boris Johnson has apparently stopped drinking to support his pregnant wife, Carrie, until the baby's born. I can see how that's fair, but you've got to commit to it fully. If you're going to do just because she can't drink, if you're not drinking, then that also means during the same time, every so often, you should burst into tears for no good reason and think that uh, that metal smells too much. But, you know, it's all about sharing, isn't it? Uh, it's Time 107.5, where we are interactive. If you'd like to get a song on, you can text 85222, a message starting with the word time, or email on air at time1075.net, and we can take it to the phone. Steve from Upney, hello! Good afternoon, Steve. We should do a request circle called Come and Come and Come and Comedian by Boy George. <laughs> you nearly did the full song there. Yeah. <laughs> this in the paper is a spacious flat that does not have any room to sit has gone up for rent at £600 a month, which is uh, bad news for people on the property ladder. Well, I suppose good news for you if you've got piles. Make a killing there, can't you? In the papers today, cuttlefish can remember what they had for last week's dinner. Dr. Alexandra Schnell from Cambridge University said they don't lose the ability with age, which makes me feel bad about me, really, because sometimes I can't remember what I've had for dinner straight after eating it. Do you know what I mean? Like, put it down, just put the dishes in the dishwasher or whatever. What did I eat today? Oh. I can't remember now. And this is a cuttlefish that's better at this than I am. Although, flip side... Um, cuttlefish are no good at driving so you know you've got to include everything if you've only got to measure in one direction maybe cuttlefish are better they can certainly swim better than I can but if your Wi-Fi goes down and you've got a problem with your IP allocation who are you going to call me or a cuttlefish just saying plus I did say we'd talk about Dolly Parton because she invested some money that helped one of the vaccines be created you've got to like Dolly Parton you know what I mean who would have thought that she would have been one of the people behind sorting out what we've been through? I'll read it from the paper. Vaccine hero Dolly Parton has told how she wanted to stop the monster in its tracks when she poured $1 million into helping develop a COVID jab. The modest hitmaker was 75. She's 75, looking good on it. There was a thing a couple of weeks ago where she posed recreating a Playboy cover. Did you see that? She's, so she's 75 and she still looked great in that outfit. And everyone was saying, like, well done, Dolly. 
And yet when I dress up like that, apparently I'm asked to leave the party. Anyway, um, 75, she reckons that she'd been given more credit than she deserves for her donation, which led to a breakthrough of the Moderna injection. And it was interesting when it first happened. I think I played this on the radio then, because look, everyone was trying to work out what kind of song to go for. There should, clearly, there's a parody song waiting to happen. Um, I know there's uh, there's a Dolly Parton tribute act who now I'm friends with on, on the internet because of this. And she quite cleverly did a version of vaccine, a version of, version of Jolene that was vaccine. And that makes a lot more sense than what I spent a day doing once, because I for some reason put the effort into making this stumble out of bed and go to the laboratory make myself a drug that's not a suppository and do some work that might save a life in the blind trials the drugs are pumping out on the streets infection rates are jumping but folks like me are in the labs from nine to five researching nine to five what a way to make a vaccine it's not made of bleach but there is a little listerine let's just hope it works more than the test and trackers i'm okay if we don't give it to anti-vaxxers nine to five to make a drug that could save you from this nasty bug an anti-masker probably gave you we have phds but trump wants to take the credit covid tried to make him ill maybe we should let it yeah researching nine to five versus jolene into vaccine i didn't take the easiest of routes to be fair but there we go anyway well done dolly been reading about preparations for the new series of i'm a celebrity which is filmed in wales and now underway looking forward to that they do their bush tucker trials in this bush tucker trial you have to eat a local delicacy cheese on toast i reckon i could do it this series apart from i'm not a celebrity other than that Although I was reading about the fact that uh, ITV2, E4 and Dave will continue as free channels now that they've had their licenses renewed, they will still be broadcasting for the next 10 years, which I can't help think uh, that people will regret because give me, what, three weeks and I'm back on day, back on the telly. New version of the MASH reports on Dave, so get ready for the complaints. In fact, that's what the newspaper column out on Friday is about. It mentions... I, I ended up doing one of the jokes that got the, one of the most com- number of complaints that we ever had on the MASH report. But that's nothing. You should try singing on Time FM. You get complaints for that. Let's have a look. Because um, we've just done a version of Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 about the vaccine. Uh, Glenn gets in touch and says, Your missus must be a saint, Steve, or deaf. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? It says you're a top man. Well, I'm glad someone enjoyed it. Um, Hi, Steve, says Jane in Collier Row. You really make me laugh. There you go. Jane's deaf as well. Because I was just saying that 9 to 5, researching 9 to 5 instead of working is what I I did. Of course, that's only a parody song that is suitable if you're getting your first dose. You need to remember that Dolly Parton, you've got it right. We're, we're, We're slowly warming up to another song. Sit down. The first song is only okay for your first jab, but she researched, she put money into the research for the Moderna vaccine, which is a two-dose vaccine. It's not like the Johnson & Johnson. Oddly, two names, one shot. But Moderna's the other way around. So what would Dolly Parton be singing when she sits down to get her second dose of the Moderna vaccine? And would it go something like this? 
come again Topping up my dose of the vaccination It's better than a cure Just like it was before You swab my arm with booze That's for disinfection But here you come again Just when I'm about to need a vaccine Top up You look into my eyes And to my sweet surprise I didn't feel a thing And you say pull your top up Now the worrying thing is There's some talk in America That they might need three doses of certain vaccines Which means When they give me actual results on that There might be a third song Sorry And you've made it to the end Well done Thank you for downloading And listening to my uh, radioings If you would be so kind, you could subscribe. You could send this to a friend, spread the word, say something nice on social media about it, or just say something neutral on social media about it. I'm easy either way. I know which one I prefer to be. Actually, I don't even expect that. But um, it's very nice of you to be involved. Tweet me, at Mr. Stephen Allen. That's the username for other social media as well. I'm trying to think what else we've got going on. Uh, There's no more comic-solving problems until just before September, because we've basically took the month off and we're doing a big relaunch. And that's about it, really. Until next time, bye.